All right, so yesterday we began exploring the meaning of this uh, passage in the Talmud. The Jewish people prefaced, we will do before we will listen. Hashem sent angels down to give every Jew two crowns. One crown because they said we will do, and one crown because they said we will listen, we will understand. And we learned yesterday that it's not clear in the, this passage what the crowns are for. And the, when the passage begins, it sounds like the reason they're getting the crowns is because they said we will do before we will listen. But at the end of the passage, it sounds like they're getting the crowns because of each segment of the passage. One crown because we will do, one crown because we will listen. So is it their, is it their declaration itself that, that, that uh, res- deserves the crown? Or is it the um, introduction, the way, the way they said it? So we learned yesterday was, is that when you say before, when you say we will do before we will listen, what that means is, it's not really possible to do anything before you hear what it is. We will do before you will listen means we belong to you. If we say we will listen before we will do, what we're just saying is, is that in the specific things that you're asking us to do, we're going to obey you. But if we have to first hear what you're going to say in order to know what we're going to do, and that's our attitude, so then there's a discernment. Even if we're not, we're not saying there's going to be discernment, but just because our first reality is ourselves, our first reality is how we feel, and now you're telling us to do stuff, if that's, if that's our vantage point, so then we're going to react differently to the various things you say. However, if we belong to you, we're not an entity, we're not a separate entity, it's not that our ego finds fulfillment in obeying Hashem, but rather that we don't have an identity other than you that, you are, that we give ourselves over to you Hashem if that's our reality if that's our identity then there's no difference between a choik and a mishpat no difference if it makes sense or doesn't make sense in both equally we find the same expression of, of uh, that the, this um, magnanimous uh, declaration this, this devotion this obedience this mysterious this nefesh this connection we will do before we understand we will do before we will listen. We belong to you. And so it doesn't matter what the commandment is. That's, uh, it's, it's, um, it's rising above our ego, that, that uh, declaration. reminds me of um, uh, my, my great-great-grandfather, Mzal Meisha Yitzchaki, used to have him for many hours every day. And he used to learn some Machvav for many hours every day. Parenthetically, he said, uh, he said, you think after 20 years of learning some Machvav and davening for six hours, you think I have... I've achieved love and reverence for Hashem. Eh. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, he said, one time he was learning some Achvav, and he, he's learned it for many hours, but he learned very, very, very little every day. He learned in a few lines, and he went very deep into those lines. So one time he called over the Bacham in the Yeshiva, and he, and he showed them the passage of Achvav that he was learning. What does it say in Achvav? It says that Avram put Yitzchak on top of the wood. So it says over there, the wood refers to the tree of knowledge. Then in the action of Avram to, to offer Yitzchak as a sacrifice to Hashem, he reached a place higher than the tree of knowledge. The, pre, the tree of knowledge gives us a certain kind of ego and sense of self. And uh, uh, the Talmud says, for example, that uh, no one is, there are, there are um, people who passed away, and the only reason they passed away is just because of the sin of the tree of knowledge. It, 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 it sort of um, colored our reality. So that our first reality is ourselves. But yet, Avram, in the action of the Akedah, he reached a place beyond that. 
In a certain way, Nasev and Nishma is beyond that. Nasev and Nishma is, not, is, a, is a place in ourselves that's beyond the sin of the, the tree of knowledge, I think. It's, 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 it's doesn't, there's no discernment there. It doesn't matter if it's this commandment, that commandment. It, it's, it's, that's why when, Hashem, when we said this, what did Hashem respond? Who told my children this secret? It's a secret. It's something that comes from a very deep place within us, and that's why Hashem calls it a secret. It's, 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 uh, Hashem said, who told my children this secret? As if we figured out something he didn't know. What it means is, it comes from Hashem himself, the way he is called who, the way he is beyond um, any understanding, the way he is beyond any definition. Who revealed the who, Hashem, not the world health, uh, the who Hashem himself revealed within us this secret love, this secret uh, love we have inside ourselves. So therefore, why do we get the crown? We get the crown because we said we will do before we will understand. We get the crown because of that, of the way we said it. But once we, said, once we made the, the introduction, so then our we will do and we will understand is a whole different thing. We will do and we will understand and we will listen is a whole different thing. It's, why do we want to understand even? We want to understand because Hashem wants us to understand. We don't, it's not because we want to understand. In the, in the in model of we will, under, we will listen before we will do, so then our reality is first, and therefore our need to understand is, is natural. We want to understand. But in the, in the model of we will do before we understand, that we're, our declaration is that we belong to you, why, don't you, why do we need to understand? The previous Rebbe once said that a soldier, how does a soldier know how to aim a rifle? Why does a soldier need a shoulder? A soldier, uh, uh, why does a soldier need a shoulder and a head? You know, the only reason he needs a head, as the previous Rebbe said, is to aim his rifle. The soldier needs a head in order to aim his rifle. He doesn't need to have it otherwise. In the same way, when a Jew becomes a soldier of Hashem, we will do before we understand. His need to understand is not, is not personal. You need to understand this because Hashem said you have to understand. Hashem said aim your rifle. So that's why what gives us the crown is both. It's introduction and it's, and it's the, the components of our declaration. When do the components of our declaration reach, deserve a crown? When they are said in this order. When we will do it before we will listen, then, they, then we will do deserves a crown and we will listen deserves a crown. But now we can understand another further. Let's go over further on the Mimer on page two twenty eight. Bays on the Tzarech But according to this, we need to understand the cave and Since the introduction is so vital, and only because of the introduction, we will do before we understand. Only because of this do they merit to have the crowns for those same declarations, we will do and we will understand and we will listen, it's only because of the way they said it, that they deserve the crowns. They should have gotten a third crown. They should have gotten a crown because of the way they said it. If they got a crown for we will do and a crown for we will listen because of the way that we will do and we will listen is impacted by the way it's said. So if those words themselves are in a crown, the way those words are said should also earn a crown. If you're getting a crown because of the results of prefacing we will do before we will listen, and that's why we will do means something, we will listen means something, so then why is there no crown for the introduction itself? There should have been a third crown just because you said we will do before we will listen. There's a crown for we will do, because we will crown for we will listen. There should be a third crown because we the way we said it. We will do before we will listen.
There should have been three. One because we said we will do. One because we said we will listen. And one because we said we will do before we will listen. So why were only two crowns given? Only one for we will do, one before we will listen. And there was no third one for the introduction. For prefacing Nasa before Nishma. The explanation is as follows. The Amrazal al posu deshem tiyuk kadeshani moshul machshasev neiz bnei dini gimel kataris maos emelach natal echon aser merisha shtaim nasem merisha bonav kachli matin gimel tushes kadeshbarch loyei maz kadeshbarch loyei tukesh kadeshach latz v'shem neisim merisha bonav says in the pasuk you shall be holy Hashem says why why should you be holy because I'm holy so that's what the pasuk says and the Talmud gives a parable to explain this there was a king. And the king told his country, I'm sorry, the people in the country told, made for the king three crowns. What did the king do with the three crowns that the citizens of his country made for him? One crown he put on his own head, and two crowns he put on his children's head. So too says the Talmud. The supernal beings, the angels, they say thrice, Kaddish, every day. They say three times to Hashem, Kaddish, 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 you are holy, holy, holy. So what does Hashem do with the three crowns that the angels give him? He puts one crown on himself and two crowns he puts on his children. And just like this is true in that passage, that with the three crowns that Hashem receives from the angels, he puts two on our head and puts one on his so too, there are three crowns. There are three crowns. Our question was, why isn't there no third crown? There is. There's a third crown. There's one crown for we will do. One crown for we will listen. And one crown because we said we will do before we will listen. It's just that that crown, God places on his own head. And the other two crowns he gives to us. It says in the, in the Song of Songs, Go out and see daughters of Tzien, go out and see the King Solomon, King Shlomo, see the crown that his mother made for him for his wedding day. So who is that? What's going on? So the Talmud says, although it says King Solomon is referring to Hashem, and the day of his wedding, Hashem's wedding, when's Hashem's wedding? Hashem's wedding is on Thursday, Thursday night. Hashem's wedding is on Shavuos. Or his marriage with the Jewish people. Who is the mother of Hashem? Are you ready? We're the mother of Hashem. We're the mother of Hashem, and we're the ones who give Hashem the crown. By saying we will do before we will listen, we're called a mother. We give such a gratification to Hashem, similar to the way a mother gives to a child. So too, the Jewish people give such a pleasure and gratification to Hashem by saying we will do before we will listen. So that crown is Hashem's crown. That's a third crown. There's a crown that we get for each of the segments that we said. And there's another crown that Hashem takes for Himself as a result of our, of our um, saying those words. So now we need to explain what are those three crowns? What do they have to do with giving the Torah? 
What's the meaning of one crown going on Hashem's head and the two crowns going to our head? To understand what these three crowns are about and what their relevance is to the giving of the Torah. Understands by first prefacing are the comment of the sages on the verse, the following verse in the Torah. It says in the Torah on about creation, it was evening, it was morning, the sixth day. Hey, the Gemara says it, the Torah on the sixth day of creation adds a word. By all the days of creation, it says it was evening, it was morning, one day one, even evening, morning, day two. By the sixth day of creation, it says it, says it was evening, it was morning, the sixth day. Why does it add the word the? Says the Talmud, God made a condition with creation. God said to creation the following. If the Jewish people will accept my Torah, then you will continue to exist. And if not, you will not continue to exist. And that's the meaning of the verse. It was evening, it was morning, the sixth day. What's this sixth day referring to? The conclusion of creation on the sixth day, it was evening, it was morning, the sixth day. That day, which concluded the work of the, of the days five days before it, when Hashem made all of creation, that sixth day is, hinges upon another sixth day, the sixth of Siv. You need to, if the six days of creation are going to continue or not, that is a question. And that depends what happens in 2,448 years later on the sixth day of Sivan. If the Jewish people accept the Torah on the sixth of Sivan, then Hashem says, okay, then the creation can continue. So Hashem said, I'm making you on this condition. I'm making a condition that the Jewish people accept the Torah. So that's why it's called the sixth day. What makes this day uh, valid is another sixth day, the sixth day of Sivan. Until the day of the giving of the Torah, the world did not have a true endurance. It was, it was, its existence was conditioned. Only when the Torah was given does the world continue to have, does the world have permanence. Getting more specific, the world doesn't just rest on Torah, on our acceptance of the Torah. The Talmud says the world rests on three things, on Torah, prayer, and kindness. That means that the world needs to have something transcendent to exist. Makif means something which doesn't fit into a vessel. So in order for the world to exist, it has to have makifim. What does that mean? What's the main source of a human being's existence? It's also from something transcendent. And so too, the, um, the world's existence is also equally from something transcendent. How do we see that our existence is from something transcendent? Something which is infinite. Something which does not fit into our heart and mind and our body. Every morning we say this. We say in the morning blessings, the soul you have given me is pure. You created it, you formed it, you blew it within me. That passage is referring to how the soul descends from Atzilus. The word of Atzilus is called pure. You created it, refers to Hashem, then takes the soul and contracts it and changes it to... F- to be the soul as it is in the world of Bria. 
Then you formed it, refers to Hashem taking the soul and bringing it to the world of Yitzirah. And you blew the soul within me, refers to the soul in this world, the world of Asiyah. So that refers to Pnimi. That's how the soul is going into the various vessels, the various realms. The soul goes into, it changes based upon uh, what's happening in each world. There's a way the soul is in Atsilus, it's different the way the soul is in Bria. Every world changes the soul somewhat until the soul reaches this world. But there's another passage in that, in that same prayer. What do we say next? The next thing we say is, you guard the soul within me. It's the makif, it's the transcendent light of Hashem, which is the main source of our existence. That's what we say, the meaning of what we say next. You guard the soul within me. The, this, there, in order to create the convergence of soul and body, even after all the contractions Hashem makes, there still needs to be something infinite to bring them together. It's the infinite light of Hashem that causes the soul and the body to be married. They can't stay together. So it's the Atam, there has to be something makif, something infinite, that causes there to be the bond of soul and body. How, do I, how does the soul and body come together? Yes, Hashem contracted the soul, level to level, world to world, but ultimately there has to be something you have to guard the soul within me. In more detail, what that means is, oh, um, sorry, I skipped. So just like it's true by the world, so the world is called a big body, so too the world itself requires a transcendent light of Hashem as well. The world needs three transcendent lights in order to, to exist. The, the transcendent light brought to the world through Torah, the transcendent light brought through prayer, and the transcendent light of Hashem brought through kindness. And that is the relationship between the three crowns and the giving of the Torah. Is these three transcendent lights that cause the world to continue to exist. So when Hashem says that He gives us Two crowns, we learned in this paragraph, really there are three, just one Hashem puts on his own head, and we'll see what, later what that means. And why the three crowns at the given, time of the giving of the Torah? Because a, a crown means something transcendent, something infinite. And just like in ourselves, in order for us to exist, we have to have something transcendent and infinite. So do for the world to exist, it has to have these, something, a crown, meaning something which doesn't fit in the body. The crowns on top of the head doesn't fit in the body. So too, in order for the world to exist, there has to be not just one crown, three crowns, the crown of Torah, the crown of prayer, the crown of kindness, the infinite light of Hashem that those three services of Hashem elicit. With me? Yeah? Okay, let's go to his Gimel. Questions, comments before we go right there? Okay. To understand this, we have to first preface the following. All of creation is called Hishtalshlus. Hishtalshlus means it means a chain. All of existence is called a chain. Why is existence called a chain? Just like a chain is made of many links, and each link connects to the other, and the chain connects from one to another, from above to below, the, the bottom of the higher ring connects to the top of the lower ring, and so to the next ring. The bottom of the second ring 
connects the highest point, the, high, the top of the, of the third ring. And so it continues from ring to ring. And conversely, it's the top of the, of the lower ring that's connected to the bottom of the higher ring. And the top of the higher ring, of the second, of the second ring, that's connected to the bottom of the uh, first ring. That all the rings in the chain have a connection to each other. Even the lowest link in the chain has a connection to the highest link. Although the bottom of the lowest ring is not connected to the ring above it, only the top of the lowest ring is connected to the ring above it. However, both the top of the ring and the bottom of the ring are part of the same ring. So therefore, even the bottom of the lowest ring has a connection to the ring above it, because although it's not touching the the bottom of the ring, it's not touching the ring above it. However, the top of the ring is touching the ring above it, and it's the same. It's the same ring. So if top the top of the bottom ring is touching the ring above it, so that means even the bottom of the of the lowest ring, although it's not touching the ring above it, it's it still has a part of it that is touching. It's the same ring. And not just, and not not only is the bottom ring connected to the ring above it, it's connected to the highest ring because each ring is connected to the ring above it, and so therefore there's a connection between all of the rings in the chain. Conversely, even the highest ring has relationship to the lowest ring. Although the top of the highest ring is not connected, is not touching the ring beneath it, only the bottom of the top ring is touching the ring beneath it. It's still one ring that has a top and a bottom. Automatically, even the top of the highest ring is connected to the ring below it because part of that ring is connected to the ring below it. And not just the ring below it, but to all the rings, even the lowest ring. And so too, regarding creation. Creation is called the chain. That all the worlds in the entire chain have relationship to each other. Omnom. That's only in the chain. But then there is a level which is beyond the chain, beyond this whole thing that we just described. There is no connection at all to creation or emanations to anything. There's a badrega, there's a level beyond all the worlds. There's no comparison between the beings and atzilus the emanations, if you will, to the essence of Hashem. There's no connection, no comparison whatsoever. More, more, um, more than this world is, in, is incomparable to the world of Atzilus, at, the, the, the more than, the, as much as we have so little in common to the world of Atzilus, Atzilus has far less in common with the essence of Hashem. Although in within the chain, 
there's no comparison between the lowest world and the highest world, between this world and the world of Atzillus. But still, both worlds are still in the same chain, and therefore they have some kind of connection. Although there's no comparison, but there still must be some connection because they're both links in the chain. Our world and the world of Atzillus has this in common. We are both creations or both emanations. But compared to Hashem's infinite light, the world of Atzilus and this world are equal. In other words, not only do we have less in common, not only does the world of Atzilus have less in common with our Insaf than we do with Atzilus, that, that sentence seems to say that we have less in common with the infinite light of Hashem than Atzilus does. Because if Atzilus has very little in common with the infinite light of Hashem, and we have very little in common with Atzillus, so it seems like we have less in common with Aaron Saf too, because we're farther away, so to speak, from Aaron Saf. But the Rebbe says more than that. It's not just that we are um, farther from Aaron Saf than Atzillus, but really, compared to Aaron Saf, we are the same. Compared to the infant light of Hashem, Atzillus and Asir are the same, because, because the infant light of Hashem has no comparison at all to any creation, because all of creations have this in common, they're created by Hashem. So, so therefore... Atzilus and this world are the same vis-a-vis the infinite light of Hashem. So that's so when we talk about the whole thing of the chain, the chain is only relevant when we're talking about creations. So all creations, the highest world, the lowest world, there's something in common. But compared to the infinite light of Hashem, Atzilus and Asiya are the same. Okay, we'll stop here. Any, any questions, comments? Relativity, yeah. Relativity, right, exactly. Yeah.